Welcome to the American Intelligence Media. I'm your host, Douglas Gabriel, Thomas Paine and the Ass of the Globalists, and I'm welcoming Michael McKibben to the show. How are you, Michael? Great. Happy Friday. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, um, I just want to say I'm so happy that you called up and said that the rigged election in Florida, you can now prove who it is that's at the controls. And it sounds like you want to, what is it, a, a swarm of techies? to uh, zoom around this guy's head and basically say, would you please stop interfering with our elections and sending your materials, our secure materials, out to, where's he, uh, Silicon Valley, and then through Cloudflare, and then he can do with it whatever he wants. And so you have shown already that the encryption keys are in the hands of foreign agents, basically, let's call it. Uh, I call them globalists. But basically, they're foreign country foreign countries with foreign interests that are controlling the crypto keys that ensure that what is sent out of our election machines when it is sent from a county to the state or from the state to the federal government, wherever, that those encryption keys are controlled by very nefarious people. And you are going to name that person today, which we have yet to quite name them. We've named certain people who held these keys, like Orlando Bravo, like Jerry C. Jones, like Hillary Shanghai Clinton, but now we have the person who came back to show that Silicon Valley really wants to control all our encryption keys so that every single communication on the internet goes through these people who have private and public encryption key authorization, which keeps everything secure. And we can really trust these people, can't we, Michael? Okay. The Florida Fixer, we'll call him. The Florida Fixer. What's that? We'll call him yeah. the Florida Fixer. No, he's bigger than Florida. What I want to do is figure out a way to talk about digital keys and encryption without getting off into the weeds. Because this is the this particular subject is why our whole constitutional republic has been undermined by a very large group of I'm gonna call them digital termites. <laughs> that are chewing away at our foundation below the surface. They know nobody knows what they're doing and how they do it or when they do it. But um, as we can now see, our building is starting to fall down. <clears throat> and these, these, these digital players, these digital encryption players, as it's turning out, are literally the termites that are going to undermine our foundation. And... Um, I've known about I've known this for a long time but the problem with this subject is encryption is so boring in for most people and so esoteric and so related to math that most people don't understand it and therefore whatever happens in the digital realm is not understandable but everybody understands what a key is because they all we all use it on our front doors and in our cars and essentially encryption is the digital version of these keys and it's now one of the things we've never known at a at a, at a tactical level is who is the actual engineer player that's driving the bus and I am 95% confident that we finally found him. And his 
I mean, we can talk about him pretty deta- in detail because he is now the chief security officer for a company called Cloudflare. Cloudflare that uh, not only handles what is called a certificate authority for digital keys for uh, for Cloudflare, Flare, but also for it appears all of the other players in the certificate authority world that have developed a concept called chaining where they've tied their databases together behind the scenes so even if you need keys from somebody that's not one of your customers you can just use this chaining system to go grab it out of somebody else's repository and this person's name is Joe Sullivan and the guy has a mag- another one of these magical resumes where he has just jumped from one major company to another. Uh, he's gone from PayPal to eBay to Facebook to Uber, and he also uh, was on Obama's Cybersecurity Council in 2016, a direct appointment, and he's now at Cloudflare. And this is following a huge data breach while he was chief security officer at Uber, where, let me get the number right, 57 million user accounts were compromised, and then he was caught trying to cover it up by paying uh, hackers, the hackers that uh, stole his information, $100,000 to delete the data. And then after that came out, he was then fired from Uber, and then, isn't this interesting, with such a, a mark on his black mark on his resume, he immediately went to Cloudflare. And right now, and this is the reason this is so important for us uh, today, is that he now literally holds the digital security keys for the state of Florida's election systems, as well as the state of Ohio's election systems. And as it's turning out, Well, we can directly, so far, we're still doing research, but we can directly tie him to about 12 to 15 states, and it's likely all of them. But uh, And we're talking about direct ties to Ohio, Florida, Hawaii, Rhode Island, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, Minnesota, Montana, New York, North Dakota, and Utah. And most of those last ones I read are those keys are being held in the United Kingdom or Sweden. So this guy's uh, uh, clearly roams the planet with his his capabilities, and his name again is Joe Sullivan. And my recommendation is that the the citizens of Florida use this as an opportunity to really start digging into the background of this Cloudflare company and start taking a close look at the digital messages that have been passed back and forth inside the the state systems and compare the original message with the message received on the other side. And my hunch is you're going to see that the messages have been changed and that this this is probably the source of uh, all the election rigging that's, that's, that's going on, or a lot of it, in Florida. So Joe Sullivan is Debbie Wasserman Schultz's best friend, 
And we need to track this, just as you said. So when they are sending these tallies, we need to see if the tally at the end is the tally that was sent at the beginning. Now, right. I, want to, I want to go back with this. What did you call it? Chain? Chaining. It's chaining. called chaining. Oh, chaining. Okay. Where they're tying their databases together. Now, chaining, um, we had pointed out a few years ago that Michael Alperovich, the daddy of Dmitry Alperovich, basically was controlling the crypto keys for military, for the DIA, for all kinds of corporations. It seemed like everyone was using him. And then when we found the Federal Bridge Certification Authority, we saw that that was only one of the hubs that handle these encryption keys, public and there's also private encryption keys. And my point is chaining shows that nobody's safe. Even if you had your own private encryption keys created by the Russian spy, Michael Alperovich, it doesn't matter because good old Joe Sullivan can, through chaining, go in and check yes. your private encryption code so there is well, nothing this is, this, this, yes this is one of the um, dirty secrets of public key infrastructure most people uh, think and i always thought that the public key infrastructure was a mechanism where the public keys were available but each user had their private key and that was unique to them and not available to anyone else as it turns out the, our federal government created requirements for these certificate authorities to keep a copy, uh, somehow to get a copy, but then keep a copy of your private keys in a, quote, secure, quote, private database so that in case you were to lose your key, they would be able to pull this out of that data store and unencrypt your messages so you wouldn't be lost. Now, isn't that nice? Well, I feel much more secure knowing that they can go in and protect me like that and, and certify it and, and create a bridge and have... No, it's for convenience, magical. not protections, for convenience. Well, I, I like the concept of magical encryption keys. I mean, just the concept, since I can't comprehend it myself, and in fact, I worked in those areas in NSA, I can't comprehend it today. Matter of fact, getting on my computer today, the maker of the software for this computer wants to tell me I need a new PI pin number and it won't let me get into my computer unless i establish a new pin number which is basically chaining they just want be, to get to get easier and quicker access to all of my all of my passwords by demanding that i give them a new one and if i don't give them a new one my computer goes to a black screen and doesn't work this is the age we're in you either participate with them or else you don't get to take a single step it's kind of like dragonfly in china as they say, if you're if you got a good credit uh, social credit score, you can do anything. But if you have a bad one, you can't take a single step. And that's what happened to me today. I didn't want to give them a new PIN number. So what did they do? Black screen. I had to I had to work all the way around it, you know, and do illogical well, things. Well, that's, that's that's their way of saying you're a bad puppy. I am a bad puppy, and I'm a bad kitty, and uh, and I'm a bad cat who likes to eat rats. And uh, unfortunately, Joe Sullivan is a rat. Now, yeah. Joe and his group uh, Global Sign advertise on their, on their site, and you can straighten this out for me because I don't understand these things, but it, they say they can make all these encryption keys work six times faster if you use their system. So I guess that means Cloudflare can tell Intrust and Digicert and all the other ones that 
pay money so that they get a little piece of the pie. The big pie is in trust, which went to Shanghai, changed names 10 times, came back to America under another name. Uh, all by Hillary. This is, you know, uh, the Rose Law Firm. This is uh, Jerry C. Jones. This is um, Richard C. Walker. And now we got Joe Sullivan. But he needs in a middle initial if he's going to be a real good friend of Hillary's. So far, I haven't found a middle initial. Yeah, because they always love that middle initial. They don't, you know, want to be confused with anybody when you're that big of a criminal. So what you're saying is basically, it's worse than we even thought. And yeah, when it's, it's much worse. And, and when you brought this out... This was enough to make you want to just bang your head against a stone wall because you, they tell us no one owns the internet, but Hillary and Trust and Cloudflare and other companies basically charge a tax, and that well, tax I'm is to tell you. Certain, I'm a hundred percent certain that Joe Sullivan has the whole cabal: Hillary, uh, Holder, Obama on speed dial. So this, then, this is the guy. So then in the middle of Richard C. Walker's Internet of Things, aggressive remote control of the whole world, including humans, in the middle of that, and then in the middle of the uh, key infrastructure, public key infrastructure, uh, you know, crypto keys, as I call them, is this guy. And this guy yeah. is basically saying, look, I can make all that work six times faster than anybody else, and uh, I'm a Silicon Valley a cud a cardboard cutout, so I'm I'm a tech king, so you just need to basically... Give all your crypto keys to me and make sure that all the election machines come through me so that I can really help George Soros because it's... Well, that's the main know. message here with, with the, the fact that they're doing all these recounts in Florida, is that everyone who is involved in that and every citizen of Florida needs to really shine a light on Joe Sullivan and Cloudflare because Cloudflare is managing your election system security on the back end and i put security in quotes because with mr joe there's an article uh that i sent to um to betsy that i hope she posts because it's a very good expose uh from several years ago in, an, in a publication i hadn't heard of called the outline and the author is adrian adriana jeffries it's a very good article. She's done a lot of good research and into uh, this Mr. Joe Sullivan. And um, let me just quote you a few things out of it. Um, one of the things he says about his objective and some objectives in life is he has a passion for securing the whole Internet. <laughs> uh, Under his crypto key. <laughs> Uh, he didn't say that. Just he has a passion for encrypt or securing the whole internet, not just part of it. He also has a passion for catching bad guys in groups, not just as individuals. Um, he he had a program for competitive intelligence uh, called Coin, which had a, another name called Hell which he then changed the name of it, probably their marketing guys, into Marketplace Analytics, which then became Marketplace Integrity. And that was the system that lost 57 million Uber um, profile, profiles for customers and drivers, by the way. And then he tried to cover it up. He also recommended in at Uber that the Uber employees use 
what's called ephemeral messaging apps, which means that you message each other and the the um, information self-deletes after the message has been read. Now, keep in mind, this guy's an attorney, and he had himself um, appointed deputy counsel at Uber, and for the specific purpose of, because he's an attorney, he could assert attorney-client privilege and make it difficult for people to do any discovery on his activities. And he also was... um, Bloomberg did an article on him in October of 2007, and Bloomberg said Sullivan's work is largely a mystery to the company's board of directors, <laughs> and that he, that Sullivan operated autonomously and secretly, and he made himself more nimble by becoming Uber's dep- deputy general counsel, which let him assert attorney-client privilege and make it more difficult for prosecutors to subpoena him. This is the guy that's managing the security for the state of Florida election systems. Hello? And has been responsible for some of the largest security breaches anywhere. Right. Well, you know what? I don't believe this story about the uh, 57 million Uber drivers and riders. He says it was a hack. No, you don't. You don't have a data flow out of an organization of 57 million user records without one of your network engineers noticing that at some point along the transmission. There's something we don't know about this uh, that uh, this is trying to cover up, and it, it was a risk to say he paid a hundred thousand dollars to uh, two hackers to to basically delete their data, which they never proved they did. So I don't know what's going on with that story, but he got fired over that. Data theft under the auspices of breach. And, you know, an IT person can always just say, well, it was an IT problem. And then what happens? Oh, he was hired immediately by yet a bigger company next. Isn't that amazing? After one failure after the next. Well, uh, the real telling telling, uh, position that he held was Obama in 2016 appointed him to his cybersecurity commission, which was ostensibly there to uh, improve the United States uh, data security. That, that was the reason they got together. And it was chaired by the former, his former national security advisor and Sam Palmasano, the former CEO of IBM. And on this commission was also the NSA, Georgia Tech, MasterCard, CrowdStrike, uh, National Institute of Standards and Technology, Microsoft, Stanford, Hoover Institution, Nevada Cancer Institute, Uber, uh, well, that's uh, Joe Sullivan, and Frontier Communication. Now, our researchers had long ago identified the Cyber Commission as, as the precursor to the U.S. Digital Service. So... so um, Eric Schmidt is hiding behind this group, but this is all. This was all happening in 2016, as Obama was was uh, getting ready for the uh, election. Absolutely, that was the election rigging, the U.S. Digital Service, everything, e-government, uh, uh, e-identification, uh, i-identification, international identification, all so of that. Do you think it's a mistake that Joe Sullivan was selected because of his? his knowledge of the uh, encryption keys. So I really believe now that the uh, these encryption keys 
is a permanent man in the middle for all data communications that occurs in our government and in industry. And Sullivan can get to anything he wants, anytime he wants. And he is the go-to man for the SES, as well as the tech left. Absolutely. Now, I, I could be wrong, but it, it's, it's looking like that. And what I would ask is that everyone jump on this, because this is high priority, in, in my view, to really getting at the, uh, the nuts and bolts of this uh, criminality. Now, we had pointed out earlier that each of the cabinet positions on uh, the executive branch of our lovely government in D.C., each of the cabinet positions has a head IT person. And that head IT person is, uh, what's it called, the, um, the um, Office of Information Services or something. But each of these cabinet members has a head IT person. Each of those IT people sit on a committee. That committee, every year, gives out a charter to companies who set up these right. encryption keys for the government, and they give a charter. Generally, that charter had been given to a company called Entrust that basically had almost a monopoly on it for, uh, when it was first started, and that monopoly came out of Canada, which, of course, goes back to the British Privy Council. But it moved into America, uh, and then Entrust went through a bunch of different hands, and then other people got in on this, and other uh, companies started to handle these encryption keys. But my point is very, very simple. Close them down. Do not give our charters for our encryption keys, private or public, to anyone except government agencies. Why would you? Why would you give your encryption keys to our military, yeah. to this, foreign this, yes. agents? This appears to be the rationale that the, quote, public-private partnerships PR, uh, why it was created, was to justify this wholesale... Uh, theft of our privacy and our property and the uh, the uh, connection between the government and all these private companies and it gave them the excuse to give these charters out to these various companies which all are helping with not only the taxing system as you're talking about but also the the 24-7 uh, the surveillance of all of us and this system, this encryption key system, enables them to get access to anybody's data at any time. And, and this is clearly uh, is thwarted when people use other encryption that they then can't unlock. And I think that's why we saw all these complaints in Congress of private encryption, because it wouldn't allow them to open everything up automatically through this chaining system. So I think all these names of these digital companies and all these and trust and, and verisign and you know they all make us feel good because they're great words but they mean the opposite we're getting hosed we're getting feed 24 7 with all of our data and we you're right we have to stop that i think we have to be a little careful when we talk about just dropping this because our all of our systems are now running with this so what we've got to do is go back to a system where the, the, the private keys truly are private, and then the system isn't so bad. Right. Now, would you please make a distinction for our listeners? 
you have told us about the back doors that are built into everything and the software as well as there's hardware that you know the mechanical engine riding on a microchip so there's constantly surveillance from the people who have those backdoor uh, keys as well as the software keys which you described so many times for us but that's different than this this is this is uh, internet exchanges where on each one of them they basically you have to you have to pay to have this service and that's why I call it a tax you have to have it and the people at the other end have to have it everybody has to be covered by paying this monthly fee or you're not going to get on the internet and have uh, basically uh, what they would call secure transactions between one IP address and another but that's different than the back doors so they were already surveilling us both mechanically with software with all those different aspects but this is different this is a system that basically Everyone knew what was kind of there because everybody had to pay for it. But nobody really knew the extent of how pervasive this is and that it's worse than surveillance, as you've pointed out, because they can go in, get whatever they want, surveil whatever they want, but then they can target it. They can make it disappear. They can add. They can go into the FBI files. Uh, they can strike things from the Peter Strzok and Lisa Page text messages back and forth. They can literally go into everything everything right. in the government in every Those corporation that's absurd this needs to end but as you say you can't just dump it but you ha but it's kind of like what what's happening with uh, uh sir uh timothy berner lees is now and says he's going to invent a new internet well he lied when he said he invented the internet to begin with with the World Wide web uh, creation that he made when he was working at CERN. But now they're coming out. There's going to probably be a, n a new Internet. There's going to be a new Google. It's going to be called Alphabet. Well, they, they've got to control the opposition. So if, if once the word gets out that this system is completely corrupted, then they want to propose then the next solution, which they will also control. So these, these keys will be built in again unless we, the people, take charge of our networks. But the next time... And, and that's the real key here, Douglas. I think that the, the problem is this is all math. This is all very esoteric math that uh, it, it is as boring as watching paper dry or uh, paint dry. <laughs> and so, therefore, most people haven't paid any attention to it. And I guarantee you most of those people that are IT advisors to all these agencies, they don't understand it either. So they're relying on a very few people who actually know what's going on. And, in fact... I don't even think a lot of guys in the encryption business that use these certificate authorities know what's going on. I think they use it, and they know how it works for them, but they don't understand all these interrelationships, and frankly, I didn't either, until we start scratching away at these uh, layers of this onion, and, and now this, this guy's popped up. Uh, and uh, he's popped up because he is a player. He is one of the people that our corruptocrats rely on to make all this work and uh, so there needs to be a big light a floodlight shined on him joe sullivan and cloudflare because of the florida recount right now this isn't about just counting votes this is about figuring out who's fixing the votes in the digital world that's right and what we had found out early on was we were told to look in certain directions for corruption, and we did. And we looked into the uh, Crown agents, we looked into OPEC, we looked into the USA 
USAID. We looked into uh, Serco. We looked into all of the British connections, the golden shares you, f you found with some of your researchers. Uh, that the Queen owns the golden shares of Lockheed Martin, for heaven's sakes, of, of our largest military-industrial complex contractors. Hello? The, the and Queen? Serco. Yeah, and Serco, they get the biggest contracts. And so we were looking into this, and we thought, oh my gosh, this corruption, it just, it's never going to end, never going to end. And then, finally, we started looking into the Federal Bridge Certification Authority, which you couldn't really find anything about. And that's, I don't think anybody can. Uh, our researchers, yeah, you well, you did, I took it to the point of in trust. I found in trust. I couldn't understand it, and I couldn't understand what I was being told, which is all of the richest people, all of the big globalists, have money in the Federal Bridge Certification Authority. And I'm sure they do. If we look at who owns these companies, as they rise you know, to their uh, glory uh, so quickly, uh, it's always going to be the same people behind it. And unfortunately, uh, what we're seeing here is the same kind of globalist um, tentacles reaching into basically the thing that controls all commerce. The cyber world controls all commerce. So everything going on here that we're talking about is a national security issue. Yeah. And these encryption uh, keys are the one of the biggest issues that there could possibly be on the surface of the earth because so much of commerce is determined by the internet. And if the internet is controlled by encryption keys that are owned by globalists who can do anything they want with the information that has to pass to and from them, then we just simply need to restructure the whole thing. It has to be yeah, completely I, disassembled Just to, just to break it down on how ubiquitous this, remember we talked about the uh, Richard C. Walker Internet of Things, uh, where he's basically uh, describing how uh, they can track anything, even pieces of items of inventory, even down to the UPC codes in uh, Home Depot. I mean, that's the level of control that these guys have built into the system. So with all that said, the, the, the bottom line is sooner or later, a computer or a phone or a digital device has got to connect to another one in order to get some information related to these items of inventory or people or cars or ships or planes, whatever it is, that connection that occurs between your device and the other device is controlled by this digital key system. It can't happen without it. And so it literally is the key to every transaction on the planet. And the way these guys present this key system there's probably 20, 30, 40 companies, but what we're now seeing is they all operate off of this authority, that federal authority that you described earlier, that's run at a committee level, at a council level, by the uh, IT people in every agency. But in fact, it looks like Joe Sullivan is running the whole thing, and part of it is in trust, but part of it's global sign, part of it's Komodo, part of it's... Um, Digicert and, and on and on and on, and then if you start looking at those layers, there are companies that are allied with them, and it appears that they've chained all of their databases together so that whenever the NSA wants information or the CIA wants information on a particular subject, they can do an inquiry with a product called Riot, which, um, who wrote, who developed that? 
it was a, it's it's a cross-platform data structure or data uh, search tool that will allow our surveillance agencies to get access to all of this data no matter what certificate they're using and they can roll it all up Raytheon Raytheon is called Riot it was introduced in 2010 wow. and so therefore um, I think Joe Sullivan uh, probably holds the keys to whichever way the Florida vote's going to go. Well, and, and Ohio and all these other states that I mentioned that, uh, um, that uh, Komodo, or not Komodo, but um, Global Sign has um, got the keys in Belgium, which is Alabama, California, Iowa, Missouri, and New Jersey. So uh, it doesn't appear that any of our states are um, are not compromised, if I could say it in the negative. And I'm sick at the thought that my vote on Heart InterCivic, which is owned by Mitt Romney, might have left this country and then had to come back after foreign agents, foreign actors could have manipulated those tallies. And so, uh, Mr. Joe Sullivan, uh, election fixer, we got your number. And because we're revealing this system, you're probably going to see the same thing happen as you're going to see with Google or you're going to see with Facebook. They're going to die and they're going to morph into the groups that the insider traders have already prepared to support. Like when Broadcom was moved back into America. Well, that was nothing but a ploy. This is what happens. Now watch, Broadcom is going to get a gigantic government contract, and the insider traders know all about that. And what we're seeing is there's no need to get a FISA warrant. There's no need to get NSA surveillance. It's already done. And as you say, if somebody, a corporate whoever or anybody, uh, Five Eyes, whatever, they want to know something, they don't need to call the NSA. They can call Joe Sullivan, and Joe right. Sullivan can simply go in and look and take or place or do whatever he wants. And when yep. this capacity is in anybody's hands, the internet is our enemy and we need to do something about it. We need to completely disassemble it and restructure it and take out all the weaponization that has been put in there by InQtel and DARPA and all that. So that's what you intended to do originally with right. your inventions through Leader Technologies. And look what's happened. Now I'm sure that Leader Technology had uh, encryption key recognition system, probably right. Yes, we were we were we were planning on this uh, two key system, and uh, and in fact he was at Facebook for years, and so they implemented everything everything we see about what they're doing now. They implemented off of our business plan, and yeah, the the, the two key system is not a bad idea. So basically, it's kind of like the the uh, nuclear code. You got to have two people turning the key before it'll open and the, the problem here is I mean, how stupid is it that the public key system is also keeping your private key in the same database or near it so that they can just go in and grab it whenever they want for our convenience in case we lose ours well right? well if you lose yours and it's your data that's your fault and shame on you we don't need the benevolent government keeping a copy of our private key just in case for our convenience, we might lose the key. That's an obvious um, misdirection for 
we're going to get whatever we want whenever we want. Well, Joe Sullivan in Cloudflare also does cloud computing, in other words, massive storage of yes. information. And so they're storing all your crypto keys, yes. private, public. They're storing all your PIN numbers. They're storing everything. And that's why he went from one big company to the next with massive breaches following. He was gathering that information to put it into the system that we call your dark profile, or well, I like just, to call you. Think about this. This, this, this. this system destroys competition. This is the perfect crony capitalism, the, the, the perfect fascism between government and selected companies, kind of like the Mercers in, in the, the U.K. And there's no point in anyone who's trying to do honest business from using the Internet at all because all your ideas are going to get sucked away. And one day, all of a sudden, your, your customers are going to go to somebody else, and you'll, you'll never know why. And that's really been my experience with these people. You never know why. They don't tell you that that's what they're doing, but in the background they're just taking your ideas and your data, and they are making money on it while, while, your, while your business fades away. This destroys competition. Well, as Peter Thiel said, there's only one business model that can be used with high tech, and that's a monopoly, and that's what they are. They are government-supported monopolies that Obama made monsters of during his eight years and now basically they're globalists that control our country and they're basically draining it so right when you want to think about what can be done here it's very simple stop the chartering of Intrust, of cloudflare of fireeye of crowdstrike stop using these corrupt groups that obama turned into monopolies. And when that is done, then we can restructure the whole thing and uh, get back onto the right footing that you wanted to start us on, which was a social networking system that was scalable, that would bring freedom of information, not the weaponization of it. Correct. Yeah, that respects personal privacy and personal property as the key foundations for its design. These guys did the opposite. They, they specifically manipulated people's lack of understanding of mathematics and encryption, and instead of understanding that and continuing to offer um, a product with integrity, they were basically sniggering all the way to the bank, figuring out all the ways they could fool people and use flowery wor words like trust and, and, and uh, privacy and, and uh, service and you know security as a service. I mean, you just go on and on. The whole time they know, snigger, snigger, that they're taking every bit of data that you are stupid enough to send to them. That's and what they think. Because I love to uh, call a spade a spade. Let's remember this guy is a soy boy. He's a cardboard cutout. He is a Hillary man. He is a Jerry C. Jones. He's a Richard C. Walker. He's a Orlando Bravo. These are fake people. These people are nothing more than Hillary frontmen. And when you track it back, you find that the money is leaving this country, the data is leaving this country, and the power is leaving this country, but they've put all their eggs in the wrong basket, Shanghai, and China is not going to help them. And we will turn China into what we turn Japan into, our vassal. And when this happens, Hillary will be no more. And so I just wanted to point out that this is yet another Hillary crony. Right. So I encourage the folks in uh, Florida to uh, shine a light on this right away. 
we'll get right on it and we're going to swarm this guy so this is a call to action for all you techies joe sullivan make him feel like a hive of bees is coming after him a tech hive of bees because that's what he does to us exactly so let's turn the tables thank you michael for this conversation and again for always bringing up from the mines gold that is just so beautiful 24 karat we really appreciate well thank it. you and betsy for all your hard work well, we all work hard, but that's because right now I'm going to get my cappuccino and my cheesecake. And, you know, that's one of the major reasons I do this. <laughs> Talk, thank you so much, Michael. Talk to you soon.